0: Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast.
1: I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube.
0: And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel.
1: We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics.
0: So get comfortable and join us while we give our Savage take on just about everything.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Savage Podcast.
0: Welcome back, guys why are we so serious I, know, I was like what is going on welcome back sorry I, it was my
1: fault i started off in a very serious note mm-hmm. and i realized we still need to do a new intro oh yeah should we do we should do that today okay yeah we'll just do it today so yeah. you you would have heard the new intro mm. just now yeah yay new intro
0: Yay, we did it finally it only took us and like watch
1: th- and watch us forget to do it
0: <laughs> It only took us like two months.
1: Oh my god! Yes. Okay. So we're gonna record the new intro, and you could, you ha- you would have just heard it. So you're welcome, yeah. everybody. Sorry for the two month delay.
0: Yeah. It only took us two months. It's, so. No, it's
1: like three months.
0: No. When did we you get back? We couldn't do it for a while because I was in quarantine. Oh, right. 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 And then there's some other factors involved and yes. you know, complications oh, and all sorts of <laughs> or things. We just
1: we <laughs> just got lazy. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like because we we'd record the episode and then we would be like. Okay, like we do something afterwards, like go for a walk or whatever. And then yeah. it's like, we just never get it done.
1: Mm-hmm. So, but we gonna get it done today. We is. Mm-hmm. That's on Anyways, the, guys, so to today, <laughs> what did you say? It's on our list of to-dos. Okay. <laughs> so today, Daniel, would you like to introduce the topic of discussion?
0: Yeah. So today's topic is, we've kind of talked about this before. Well, um, not this particular documentary that we're going to mm-hmm. talk about, uh, but some of the implications of social media, um, both um, on a personal level, but also like on uh, impacting wider society. So basically, long story short, Netflix released a documentary, and I don't know if it's so new, but I think it's pretty new. Like, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it just came up into my recommendations. Yeah. um So it's called The Social Dilemma, and if you haven't had a chance to watch it, um, I, ha- <laughs> I highly recommend it. Uh, but just, it
1: does make you question everything oh in God, society.
0: It does. Yeah. It makes you feel like you want to just like get off of all of social social media and <laughs> everything. Like, it's, I mean, no, no, and, I, I
1: mean, not for me. Yeah. It didn't give me that vibe, yeah. but also like,
0: mm.
1: I'm sure if someone is already, cause I'm like really deep into social media, mm. like it's like my job type yeah. of situation. But I think if someone was like kind of like not that into social media, yeah. then they might think like maybe I need to quit social media. Do you there, know what I mean? Yeah.
0: There was a lot of things on there. Like, I mean, I'm not also not going to quit social media. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things on there that just like really made me think. And it, yeah. like, there were so many points where I was like, Oh, I actually never thought of it like this. Like I knew there was issues with social media before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just made me think very, very differently about a lot of stuff. So oh, it was damn. pretty, um,
1: intense. So yeah. yeah, it's a documentary about the impact, I guess, of social media and some of the things that, social media giants do yeah. some of the um algorithms yeah. that they use and things like that to basically impact your usage. I mean, and again, we knew I feel like it's one of those things where you know it's really bad. Yeah. but then you can't help yourself because you know you're addicted to it.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because like you know it's See, the thing is I'm on the fence about social media because I don't think that social media itself is inherently bad. Like, I think there's many things like from it, like, cause I've seen the way I mean and I'm sure like I'm also addicted as well but like I've seen some of the ways that it impacts my life and like you know if especially and it's probably the same for you Is like for example we have a lot of friends all across the world mm-hmm. and like social media makes it possible for us to stay in touch with all of those people yeah. right yeah. so using things like Facebook, uh, Instagram, all of this stuff like I do feel like more connected and like once in a while like just the other day I was on Instagram and one of my friends from London who I hadn't spoken to for a long time I made a comment to her story or something and then we have just had like a, an awesome like conversation mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. just thinking without social media that wouldn't be possible and I felt that connection to that person right Right. um but I do agree like there's a there's this dark undertone to social media (laughs) as well yeah um and I do think and I'm like pretty I feel pretty strongly about this but I could be like you might think of it in in a different light but I think because we grew up without social media it didn't come into our lives until about university right so I feel Um, like
1: I would say like high school high school how? Well, I don't know. You'd be a late bloomer. Oh, God. No, because
0: Facebook, for example, was the big kind of catalyst, right? And that was. No, I
1: mean, well, if you were a late bloomer, yes. Yeah.
0: Like I guess you sound <laughs> I like... was.
1: I was using. Um, well, this is MySpace. Lame. I didn't. I wasn't really too into MySpace, but Nextopia? yeah, MySpace was MySpace was one. I yeah. did have Nextopia. At one I had point. Nextopia as well. And see, that was way before Facebook. That's true. And before that, there mm. was a local social media called Calgary Planet. What? Did you, did you not know about it? No. Oh my God. It no was, was like was a it. big thing. I think yeah. a lot of Asians used it. Yeah. It was just like for Calgary people. I think it Like Calgary is our city, by the yeah. way.
0: Wasn't Nexopia like a Canadian thing?
1: I don't know. Guys, comment. Do you guys know what we're talking about when yeah. we talk about Nexopia? I don't think it was a Canadian thing. Mm,
0: it was like, and I remember the thing with Nexopia that was so bad. Is it was like you posted a couple of pictures and then it, basically what you would do is you would like rate people's pictures because you would get really the, yeah I remember like getting a rating and like me and my friends would like no. talk about it we be like oh yeah look like I have a eight out of ten or I have a seven out of ten like overall score right and people would just like be ra- basically voting for your pictures like stuff.
1: how hot you are yeah or how hot oh my god so I like, don't remember that part yeah. of Nixopia yeah I, rem- I just remember Nixopia so basically what happened was so Calgary Planet guys oh, yeah. <laughs> this sounds so lame um but basically yeah it was like a local social media thing and you could have your own page and i was like when i was young i was like really into like like not web design but like Mm. kind of like designing my own website and stuff i don't know why but anyways so i would like make my own layouts and like i would make them really like cool like use Mm. i use like html and everything i don't i lost all of this (laughs) anyway So I would make like my cool layout, and then you you would have like a guest book, so okay. people could like it's like writing on someone's wall, kind yeah, of. Yeah, so yeah. people people could like write on your wall or like your guest book, and you could send people cows.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Like, because guys, Calgary is like known as like Cowtown. <laughs> so what lame. What is
0: this website? <laughs> I can't believe you've
1: never heard of Ca- no. Calgary Planet. It was big. Well, in Calgary, anyway. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then that so Calgary Planet was big for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then um. And then you could see, like, the way that you could tell if you were, like, popular or whatever is, like, how many cows you guests. Had? I don't know if you could count the cow. I can't remember if, like, okay. the cows were. Countable? <laughs> like, if they were um, a publicized. I think they were. <laughs> but also, like, how many views you got in uh, your okay. yeah, on yeah, your yeah. page. And also, how many guests, like, guest posts that you have. Mm. So fucking lame. Anyway, yeah. so I was into that in, like, junior high. Okay? So I did that in junior high. And then it was Nexopia. And then uh, I was really also into a Korean uh, social media platform. Mm. It was called World. Um, if anyone's Korean and they are like around my age, they would know they this. Would know. It was huge. And then, of course, Facebook took over everything yeah. and then everything else died.
0: Yeah. There was, <laughs> there was actually another one. Where it, was, it was more like a video game, but it was kind of like social media as well. What? It was called, um, oh my God, what was it called? I think, and I could get this wrong, guys. I think <laughs> it was called like Habo Hotel or something, oh, I, where you that cre- sounds familiar. Where you could create like an avatar, basically, and it that was like, sounds familiar. Yeah, and you would basically like build a house and do whatever, and then you would go like explore. But it was like really weird because like you would just be chatting, and it w- basically it was almost like you were in a chat room, but each with your individual avatars, I guess. Right. And then you would like be talking to people, and everyone would be oh. like, you know, re- some people would be really. Did you creepy. use it? Yeah, I use it for a little while. And oh then I, God, I stopped using we sound like, so ancient I know, now. And I was just like, oh, that's a bit weird. And, what yeah. else
1: did you use? Any other like weird? did you use myspace
0: i didn't use my myspace my okay so used. you were
1: you were very offline until facebook came yeah. out basically oh and, interesting i was yeah. really into like all of this stuff so thank god i wasn't born um you know a few years after because yeah. if facebook had come out if inst- I feel like Instagram is, like, one of the biggest problems. Yeah, I mean. Be- <laughs> in terms of, like, self-image. Yeah, So, yeah. guys, we're going to talk about this movie. It's not really going to be spoilers. I feel like it's still no, good to watch. Exactly. Because it's a documentary. So, yeah. we're going to talk talking about the different, I guess, problems that this movie addresses.
0: And talks about,
1: yeah. And talks about. So, one of the things that, I think one of the main concerns for me mm. is the.
0: Uh, social image. Teenage-
1: teenagers using social media. Yeah. And them getting impacted. Because we don't even realize. I feel like. I feel like I still feel young, but at the same time, when I think about teenagers, I feel so disconnected. Of
0: course. So I don't
1: understand what's going on in their head. And to imagine them growing up in the world of social media, Mm -hmm. it's like, and with Instagram and everything and girls are already like super insecure at that age. And Mm. of course, not just girls, but guys Guys as well. well, Yeah. But it's like, I can't even.
0: Mm. Well. The thing is, like the really yeah. sad thing is they brought, and I'm going to, I'm probably going to oh, get the these statistic? stats. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to get it a little bit wrong, but I kind of get, you'll get the, yeah. of so the basi- gist of it. The gist of it. The gist. The gist. Oh. The
1: gist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, I got it wrong. No, it's the gist of it. Yeah. I think yes. you're right. Yeah. Continue. So
0: the gist of it. Anyway. um, So one of the stats and it was about like, um it, was, it did focus on girls though. It said, mm-hmm. um, so basically girls between 10 and 13, so kind of like preteens and then they look grouped girls into like fourteen to eighteen yeah, teen, so the teenage category. Older
1: teens and younger teens. Exactly.
0: And they said for both and basically for both categories, since about 2010. 2010 which yeah. is which is when a lot of these social media apps became live on phones and mobiles. So you could have them like all the time. You didn't have to have a computer. You like well you, you could just access it all, all the time, 24 hours. And they said since then um, the rates of both depression within yeah. th- those age categories and with uh, the rates of suicide have, like, skyrocketed. Because yeah. up until that point, it had stayed relatively stable. Mm-hmm. And then you see this 2010, all of a sudden, both of those, like, skyrocket. Yeah, And what the shocking finding was, was actually it was getting the most impacted was, I think, the preteens, right. like the 10 to 13. You were seeing a much higher level. right? But both of them, both of them had, like, and it was, it was like, one of those things where it's, like, such a huge difference from, be- yeah. from before 2010. So it's like kind of, that's scary. Yeah.
1: Cause it's like, that is a pretty direct, cause what else happened in 2010 other than that kind of thing being more available to teens. Exactly. And
0: fuck, it was like the in- invention of the smart, well not the invention of the smartphone, but like, yeah, kind of, like kind of, yeah. The evolution this, of the smartphone. Exactly. And having this readily available at your fingertips. And like, even before, I guess like if you were a young kid and you were posting stuff on like Instagram, Facebook, whatever it was, um, you'd have to use your laptop, basically, or a Mm -hmm, computer. mm -hmm. So there was still that disconnect whereby you could post it and maybe go two days without seeing it again until you're back on a computer. Whereas as soon as it's at your fingertips, you get notified.
1: Right. That's true. So then
0: there's notifications. So you get instant notification to know whether somebody's commented, whether yeah. somebody said anything. And um, one thing I really liked that they did in this documentary is they had this like family. I don't know if you like this, how they acted things out.
1: <laughs> it was kind of cheesy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was necessary, but it, I mean, it was fine. Like yeah. I didn't mind it. It wasn't. But yeah, they had um, they had like a fiction, what, a dramatized yeah. kind of family that was like acting through this. And the girl, well, I thought it was a bit, Dramatic. Okay,
0: parts of it were dramatic. <laughs>
1: like the part where okay, so basically one of the scenes is the mom decides, oh, this is like bad because like they mm-hmm. don't, she doesn't want the kids like using the phone um at dinner time. Yeah. So she has this like device that's supposed to lock um whatever for like a certain amount of time. So you add your phones in or cookies or whatever in into yeah. this jar, and then you press like some kind of button, and then it doesn't open until whatever time that you yeah. allowed it to. So she's like, let's all do this so we can all chat. So she put all the phones in this jar.
0: I remember that. And
1: then the girl that's like 12 years old, like, just went to the jar and broke it. And
0: takes a hammer and is like... Psh.
1: I w- fucking hell, I would have beat her.
0: And then everyone was like... Uh. And she,
1: the mom's just like, oh, did that just happen? I'm like, yeah. "Uh, how about punishment yeah. or like something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, a eh, eh, little weird.
0: And then the girl like grabbed her phone and ran upstairs. Yeah.
1: And the mom's just like, oh, why don't you go talk to, talk to her, to like the dad? And I'm like, yeah. this is... Like no wonder your kid's just using your phone, like that is not, uh, how do I say,
0: Appropriate? <laughs>
1: that is not appropriate. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I mean, if my kid did that, oh shit! Oh god
0: damn! Well, I think
1: getting it, a spanking.
0: Yeah, I mean, if my if my kid did that as well, I'd be like, uh, what the? Heck? Oh my god!
1: Seriously. It would
0: be like now you can give me your phone for a long yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. You ain't getting that back.
1: Exactly. I would take the phone away. Like, first of all, that's already an issue, right? The yeah. fact that she did that, I would have been so alarmed because I'd be uh, yeah. like, holy shit, this girl is like so addicted. Yeah, it
0: needs to because be. Because it was
1: like five minutes.
0: Yeah, it wasn't even. It was like, yeah, it was like. I mean, I don't
1: know if this would actually happen in yeah, real life. It was a bit over dramatized yes Um, but anyways this girl like breaks the thing and then takes her phone and then she starts taking selfies and putting Mm. filters in and well and this is another issue
0: that they kind of touched on as well so to to kind of compound with i guess youths and even our to to some degree our self-image as Mm -hmm, well mm -hmm. is a lot of people like you use these like so many filters right um, and it was getting to the point where they were saying like you know young people now they don't even want to take like a normal picture of themselves yeah they just want to use filters all the time and then they oh like god, start, I'm
1: guilty of that too a little yeah. bit well
0: I, we all do it right yeah. so this is something that we all do but I think also again like I just feel like on my personal level obviously it has some impacts but I feel like when you're that much younger yes it's a lot more dramatic absolutely because like now you're seeing these filters that are making your skin look flawless and you know making you look like a lot different than what you normally look like mm-hmm. and then they start thinking oh my god like I wish I looked like this yeah but I don't look like this and then you know one little comment like we saw with that girl set her off like one kid was like she was getting all these comments about her picture like you're so beautiful and this was with her filter again mm-hmm. so she's thinking oh this filter's making me beautiful i'm not beautiful right, myself. right and then um one person commented like oh um get your ears checked or something yeah Dumbo. your ears are too big or yeah. something yeah and then that one comment just she spiraled and started crying yeah. and like and i could see how that would be so imp- impactful mm-hmm. so
1: I also feel like, okay, well, first of all, I also realized that maybe 2010 ish is when like Instagram came out. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just guessing. Do you want to check? We,
0: we, <laughs> we, can, we can find out. Yeah.
1: What year did Instagram come out? Because I really do feel like Instagram is also a, like yeah. quite problematic. Um, What the mother? <laughs> do you hear something? It's my phone. Is it your phone? Yeah.
0: Daniel? I'll tell you the story what? about my phone in a minute, okay? It's what? 2010.
1: 2010 guys it came out 2010 i mean i'm not saying it's you know correlated but it is potential right and
0: also the fact that like you know again that's when really smartphones took off everything it was like everyone was
1: using it all the time and i do feel like it's not necessarily just oh because people can like say mean things Mm. it's so much more i feel like because we are i think maybe potentially one of the reasons why kids are becoming more and more depressed more and more anxious more and more stressed out yeah Is because they don't know how to interact with humans anymore because they're interacting through this device. I mean, that's more so the problem than just, oh, like kids are saying mean things, which Mm -hmm. is a problem. And bullying is an issue, especially on social media. But I think more so because kids are just on this phone all the time. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to have normal conversation. They don't know how to interact with each other without these phones
0: exactly so instead they'll be like liking people's pictures commenting exactly. doing that kind of stuff but then when it's like the real conversation with yeah. Somebody, and actually they did kind of touch on that a little bit as well with that guy with that girl that he liked or something and yeah he ins- couldn't
1: yeah he couldn't go up to her he wouldn't
0: go and talk to her but he would like comment and they had pictures tagged together and like random stuff yeah. and I was just like okay this and they is- said
1: they, they also said kids like going on dates is like going like rapidly declining
0: yeah Yeah. which is
1: also a big fucking problem I dude know.
0: <laughs> Well, it's
1: already hard enough to date in this oh, modern God, world. God so, damn. It is so hard. I, I, I'm just trying to imagine like the kids that are like the teenagers right now mm. in 10 years. What is their dating life going to be like? <laughs> God
0: damn. Well, they said I don't know in the if doc- I want to know this. Oh, God damn. They said in the documentary as well, they were like... um we're creating this generation because obviously you're yeah. saying some of the impacts of social media with the youth. We already talked about, you know, uh, depression. Um, there's a lot of, um, anxious. It creates more anxiety, Yes, this kind of stuff. So they said, we're basically, um, creating this, this generation of people that's going to be more dep- like extra depressed, more anxious. Also at the same time, seeking that instant gratification right. that they would get from posting pictures and doing everything else and not really being able to communicate with one mm-hmm. another
1: which is probably what's exacerbating the depression and anxiety Exactly, because
0: we're social beings exactly. we need to be around other people so the challenge is is just that
1: so what would you do daniel if you have it if you have a little daniel running okay. around well okay. we,
0: t- we we kind of briefly talked about this before. <laughs> we did and this is hard this is a really because like and, and i'd actually be interested to know some of our listeners opinions on this as well and some
1: of them might have kids Exactly. so i want to know if, if they're you know doing things and, and what
0: you would recommend because yes. the thing that i came up with and again it's just like really tough not came up with but originally I was like oh my god like I just don't want my kids having phones or whatever else but then at the same time by the time we have kids um you know all the kids nowadays have phones they have all this stuff and 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 by not providing that for your child I guess you're gonna make them a target for bullying anyway yes so I guess it's like the lesser of evils or whatever um so if I did give my kids phones and things like that I'd want to like try to I don't know. Restrict their usage when they're at home and yeah. stuff. Like, I can't really control when they're out of the house. But oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. Like, this is this is something. This is actually a really interesting topic. So, I would like to know from <laughs> yeah. any of our listeners, especially if you have kids, like, what are some of the things that you've kind of thought to do or decided to do with your children to kind of prevent or limit the amount of time that they're spending on these these apps? And the what problem about you, is, Rose?
1: well, fuck. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, at home, th- there's a certain amount of control you have at home, right? Yeah. As a parent. So um, if I had a child, I would probably, yeah, maybe like at dinner time, uh, no phones, things like that. You know, at dinner time, no phones. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I, th- I think one of the guys in the documentary said, like, before bedtime, they have like no phones in the bedroom after like 9 p.m. or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Um, I think that's a good po- possibility, a good yeah. solution. Uh, but then, again, you don't know what's happening in the school and yeah. like what they're doing in school and you can't control what other kids are doing. Exactly. So then, goddamn, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: But I do think even just having those, those, mm-hmm. those remediations in the house. Yeah. So I think actually that's a really good one. Like maybe before your kids go to bed, like everyone hands on their phones, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like you go to bed and you don't, you yeah. don't need your cell phone to go to bed. So there you go. You know what I mean? Oh, so God, they should
1: just take it away during classes. Yeah. Oh God. I'm such a like we
0: have tiger become, mom. We've become that generation. We now. have
1: become, we're now old. Yeah. So now we are like, you know, we're the uncool ones. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause before, remember when we were in unions, yeah, someone like, was like, excuse me, don't you
1: ta- dare take away my you're phone. You're not
0: taking my phone away. Are you <laughs> kidding me? What the hell? Now we're like, we should probably take them away from the kids.
1: <laughs> Please take the phones away from the children. <laughs> but it
0: is, it's like... Okay, it's if
1: they're like 13, why do you need a fucking cell phone?
0: Yeah, but the thing is... like, I again, probably got mine at 14, but still. Yeah, still. still uh, your peers probably have them, so that's peer pressure as well Ugh. to have phones. And then also, like, a lot of kids when they get to 12, 13 is when they're going home by themselves, like, for right. a little bit. So they might need it to call their parents. I and I think that's why initially a lot of parents got their kids' phones is, like, they want to have, like, if their parents gets home, like, an hour after their kid does... And they want them to, their kids yeah. to be able to call them if they have any issues. But or, then,
1: they, like, they should just design phones for children.
0: Yeah. Like, well, that, could be a, that could be a thing that's in the future. You know what I mean? Kids that phone-specific for uh,
1: maybe that
0: generation. I feel like
1: in the beginning, people were using... You know, when, like, the kind of beginning of smartphones, there was still, like, the dumb phones, like, mm. the, you know, more simple phones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those still were a thing, and now it's just all smartphones, basically. It's, all, it's just all, smart and all smartphones. And it's, like, so there's no escape
0: mm. generally if you see somebody <laughs> that doesn't have a smartphone um, <laughs>
1: what does that mean they're drug dealers <laughs> yeah.
0: because it, i remember i watched this program and it, yeah. they call them um because they're really easy to uh get sim cards for and stuff you yeah, can get, yeah like temporary and Sims. they're cheap yeah and they're really cheap and you can like drop one and get another one they call them burner phones yeah yeah and every time so anytime you see so i'm not saying this oh, like how, do, it,
1: how do you know this daniel how do you know uh, this so well i have a
0: shady past yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, uh-huh, just kidding. Uh-huh. Yeah, but um, it, I mean, it's a big issue, and it's like you know, uh, oh, I just don't know where 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 to draw the line. I guess uh-huh. that's going to be a really difficult conversation. Yeah. I think obviously, that's something that you'd have to have with your spouse to find out what your well, mutual agreement is on that.
1: Well, let's worry about it when we actually have children <laughs> <laughs> and when we
0: actually have spouses. Okay. <laughs>
1: God well thing. guys and the next topic okay so that's just one part of the yeah. conversation is like what kids are doing and mm-hmm. and what was another interesting kind of part of the documentary well what what do you think was another so, interesting
0: so the part that really really got me so yeah. and it just made me think a little bit differently about social media and it makes complete sense because basically you know that saying that they say like there's a couple of sayings in life but one of them is like nothing nothing is free Yes. Right. So essentially like nothing is free. And we look at all these services like Instagram, like Facebook, a lot of these like mm-hmm. services and we don't have to pay for these services. Yeah. So automatically, I mean, I kind of knew that advertisers were paying partially, like we're contributing to how Facebook and these companies are able to survive mm-hmm. is through advertisers. Um. But then I didn't take it a step further to think, well, if the advertisers are the ones that are paying for this, essentially they're the customers.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm right and we're the product right we are the product
0: and that's what like for me i was just like
1: right we are the product what absolutely the f- yeah I, I feel like i kind of knew this just because i do you- yeah. youtube mm-hmm. so, but i didn't i mean obviously i don't think of like my viewers as the product no
0: no of course. I mean, and also
1: i'm i don't know what what am i then yeah i'm the
0: you're an intermediary no <laughs> i'm the
1: creator i'm the because i'm not really the product no i'm be- potent. no i am the product what am i
0: that's actually a really good and interesting question because
1: no, but okay. Think about it. Right. So it's similar. Like let's think about magazines. This advertising has been around for a long time. So it's not just with Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. But, um, so traditional advertising would be, it's, it's similar as traditional advertising because yeah. traditional advertising would have, let's say, let's say a magazine mm. and they would say, oh, we get 2000 readers a month. And that's yeah. based on, I don't know how many magazines they sell. They sell yeah. And then that's how they sell their advertising space. Mm-hmm. So it's like similar, but different in many ways. Mm-hmm. Right. So then. You know what I mean? It's confusing. But I am what? the product.
0: Mm, I would say the magazine
1: is the product.
0: Yeah. So you're like the publishing company. Cause like the magazine, <laughs> so the magazine is no, but pu-
1: the publishing company is YouTube. <laughs> Oh no, YouTube is the magazine. I am the writer. Yeah. Okay, You're the there content you go. creator. I am the creator. Yeah. So you'd be like, I mean, we just went all the way around and basically in the end, I'm the content creator. Yeah. So
0: you would be the like yeah. one that writing the article for the magazine. Sure. You'd have the publisher that's YouTube sure. that publishes yes. your article and they have freelance journalists <laughs> yes, yes, that yes. are sending them stories. So they sure. pick which ones they want and blah, 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 blah. Sure. They get paid from the advertisers that pay the, the magazine. Right. Company. Right. Yeah. So it's like the same thing, but in social media. Right. Yeah. So, so then
1: why was it harmful? Let's discuss that.
0: Why is is it harmful?
1: Because like like we said, it's been used previously yeah. in different oh, ways in different mediums. Yeah.
0: So the, so so why I think it's harmful and it's different. And again, like you could have a different opinion, obviously, on this. But like with a magazine, it's like okay, I as a consumer would choose. First of all, magazines aren't free usually. You do That's have to true. you have to pay yes. for them. Yes. So in some ways, you're paying for, and you get articles that. I guess it's kind of like YouTube, though, because you would watch videos that you're interested in, um, yes. but you so you would pay for a magazine, first of all. Secondly, um, one of the issues that came up here is when I'm watching like TV or if I'm listening to the radio or I'm reading a magazine and there's ad, mm-hmm, ad, mm-hmm. ads that are coming to me, mm-hmm. they don't have necessarily so much information on me. What the issue that I think is like with social media is there's no regulation in place that that, and they talked about this as well, there's no regulation in place to say what information these pl- companies can collect on us. Right. So, like, Facebook, Instagram, they're collecting so much data on us to run these, like, really complex algorithms to, like, yes. to push ads to us, right?
1: And the ads are customized, so this is why Facebook is so valuable. Yeah. And that's why these companies, these tech giants, are some of the... Did they say they are the most profitable in yeah, the world? I think they
0: are, yeah. Because so they have they like are, small costs.
1: Yeah. They have no costs, yeah. and they have so much, like... And everyone's using Facebook. Everyone's using, you know, YouTube. Exactly. So they have so much money. They can make so much money because Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's very different from traditional advertising in a sense that traditional advertising, you only have like a certain amount of information about the potential user. And it's never fully accurate. Like how do you know exactly how, who is watching the television in Bob and Joe's house or whatever, right? Exactly. But then with, um... Facebook and with all of these platforms, they have so much like specific data on us. Mm. And then, so if you are an advertiser, this is extremely valuable because yeah. they can specifically target the exact person that they're looking mm. for. So if they're looking for Daniel that lives in Calgary, like some thirty-year-old uh, that lives in Calgary, that yeah. you know, you know, young professional, blah blah blah, and they can mm. specifically target that person. Yeah. And then, of course, then you are fed um, those ads
0: multiple times, multiple
1: times, and also. The platform. Another issue is mm-hmm. that it is designed to make you addicted. Yeah. Because they want you to stay on the platform as long as possible, because that means that you are viewing more ads.
0: Exactly. So th- that's a couple. Those are the main. The <laughs> oh main, god! <laughs> the so main, many fucking issues. I know. And yeah. that that whole concept of them um, tailoring these ads and customizing these ads to you, like really, really tailoring them, and you're just going to get fed all of these like same ads and everything, like mm-hmm. similar, you know, ads and everything else. And it's like...
1: Oh my God, I'm going to kill your phone. Why is it vibrating? Oh, yeah,
0: I'm going to turn it off. I'll tell you. Why that. is
1: it like going crazy? Oh my God. Da- guys, Daniel's phone's just randomly vibrating.
0: Did somebody text me? Can you... Yes. Oh, okay. No, I'm going to turn it off. Can you- <laughs> so... Hang on. Let's see. So basically, I'll tell you... <laughs> what's <laughs> happened with my phone? It's so sad. Oh God. Just a quick break. Quick uh-huh. two-second break here, guys. So basically, today... Um, when I, typically- oh, are
1: we, are we discussing the phone? Should I tell? Should oh I Yes. Yeah, tell I'm the fine. story. Tell okay. the story.
0: So the phone's been working relatively. Okay. It's about it's been, 500 years old, but, yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it still has no issues anyway. I like put it in my side. Um, cause my shorts, my other shorts <laughs> didn't have pockets. So I put it in my side, like here and, and have my headphones in while I was biking and I don't know what's happened to it. And I've done that multiple times and nothing ever happened. And now for whatever reason, it just randomly just like goes on a crazy <laughs> vibration and then stops. <laughs>
1: Think it's time for a new phone, Daniel. I'm get a new phone. Okay. I think it's god. time for a new phone. Rose-bees. so you can keep seeing all those ads on oh, Facebook. Oh yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. you got to be a good, good product. Exactly. <laughs> I gotta be. I
0: gotta be consuming lots of those. Oh those my god. Ads. And like it is, it is. Even the concept of it is, it is kind of crazy because like, well not the concept of it, but how good they are at this data collection yes. and everything. Because like, for example, I might be, I might go on Airbnb. Oh God. Yes. And I'll look for like, uh, this happened, this has happened so many times to me. It happens all the time. Yeah. I'll look for something like a, like a vacation destination in Lisbon, uh, an apartment. Then I'm not even kidding you. Hotmail, my YouTube, my Instagram, all of a sudden I'm getting all of these ads for excursions in Portugal. Yeah. Cheap flights to Portugal. And it's yep. like, that is crazy. It's all linked together.
1: Yeah. Well, have you heard that? I don't know if this is true guys. Maybe you can clarify this, but I've talked to my friends about this multiple times, but mm. Is it true that your phone listens to you? Oh my so God. Like, There's a debate about that, Right? Yeah. So I don't know where I discuss this, but apparently, like, let's say you have your phone, like, beside you, right? Mm-hmm. Because we always have our phones with us. Yeah. And let's say we're having a discussion about, like, toilet paper. Yeah. I don't know. You know, which one is something the best toilet really paper? Something yeah. random. And then all apparently, again, I don't know if this is true, but apparently um all of a sudden you'll start getting asked for toilet paper should we should we try it let's keep talking about toilet paper my
0: phone's off now so
1: (laughs) (laughs) my phone's all the way over there do you think it's listening it's
0: it it could definitely hear you rose you're loud enough
1: (laughs) toilet paper toilet paper toilet paper
0: No, but the thing is too, like and I've heard this. One of my friends was like, yeah. she, her and her um, her husband at the time were like um, discussing and they were like um, talking about something really obscure. I can't remember what it is at, the mo- at this moment. Right. But something like really random. And then her husband was like, oh, well, why don't we just Google it and find the answer? Uh-huh. And so my friend started typing the thing into Google and it like, pre-filled exactly what they had just been talking about. Oh. And it was something really obscure. And she was like, okay. Right. So it would,
1: hasn't so it wasn't like an obvious word no, that would it, it would It wasn't right.
0: like like for example, like you know, if you search something, I can't think of anything like right. Canadian maple syrup. So if you put Canada, maybe oh, maple okay. syrup will come up because it's a huge thing. Right, right, right. But if you talk about something really like obscure right. and you type in like the whatever in Canada, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden it fills out this like crazy That's thing, so old. like so specific. Well,
1: I'll let you guys know if uh, toilet paper becomes part of my uh, search. Part of my search.
0: yeah. Well, this this was actually it's interesting that you bring this up yeah. because this was another issue that they discussed with um, social media and the effects it's having. So we were talking about like on the individual, but on society as right. well, with regards to um, polarization. Yeah, and one of the things that they brought up, which I kind of knew this, but I, I, I didn't fully think of the whole concept myself because mm-hmm. I know, like, for example, my YouTube is going to be videos like suggested stuff for me. Right. Um, if I type stuff into Google, um, actually, I didn't know this so much. Like if I type in like climate change, for example, was the example they mm-hmm. use mm-hmm. in Google, depending on your search results. Uh, Or your, what you've recently searched also, or your
1: like internet history, what you usually watch
0: also your location, the country you're in, everything else, you'll get different results in Google. Right. So when you type in climate change and then the the pre-filled stuff would be like, is a hoax or is something real? So if you live
1: in like Alabama, you might be getting the (laughs) search or is that a very red state? I'm not sure. Okay, well, if you live in like a very conservative state, let's yeah. say, then there's probably more people that might be searching that.
0: Then like like
1: let's say climate change is a hoax. Exactly. And then you're also going to get that same type yeah. of Like the recommended searches Mm -hmm. so that you're going to get those similar searches.
0: Exactly. So they said that the effect of this and and also another example is Mm -hmm. again with YouTube, which again, it makes sense because it's these algorithms, right? So like if I start watching um, clips on, (laughs) I always love to go back to flat Flat (laughs) earthers. It's it's a
1: very good example because flat earthers actually became a huge thing after social social media media, because of social media.
0: Yeah. So like, for example, if I start getting interested, let's say in flat earth and I start watching all of these documentaries about it that's going to start popping up in my newsfeed and what they said, like constantly, not just on YouTube, but on Facebook and everything else. And they said, what happens is, and this probably takes a little while to happen, but like, if you are very like strong opinion on one thing, and if your social media feed is constantly getting this a yes. reinforcement of that message, basically you're going to start becoming more polarized in that direction Yeah, because you're going to think, Oh, I'm right. You know, I'm getting all mm-hmm. of this information that's reinforcing what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and they said that, that it's interesting because they've seen this specifically with the U S election, how there's been such a polarization yeah. of, you know, uh, voters into mm-hmm. one camp or the other. So, and part of this is because again, like if you're constantly getting reinforcing messages that you're, what you're talking about is right, mm-hmm. not, any other things that would contradict that, Mm -hmm. you start believing it more.
1: Right. You know? So
0: it's saying it's having this like really negative effect of polarizing people
1: right which i think we have seen Mm -hmm. and yeah we can see it also in lots of conspiracy theories being thrown around and also they say that if you're likely to you know believe in certain conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. and have searched those before or watched those then you're going to be also more likely to be fed more conspiracy type of videos because you obviously like to watch those type of videos yeah so then you start to believe in more conspiracies which is why a lot of flat earthers also believe in a lot of like other things Mm -hmm. that are potentially conspiracies potentially they think coronavirus is a hoax yeah the vaccine's you know, gonna have chips vac- in it yeah like, exactly it's just crazy yeah and fuck how do we i don't know it's, i think education is very important like pro- getting a proper having a proper education system yeah that's, where they that's teach huge. you, yeah where yeah. they teach you how to not fall into that kind mm. of rabbit hole
0: yeah mm. <laughs> But they also said like part of the, part of the responsibility is also on these big platforms. Well, the,
1: the responsibility is on the government to regulate, regulate yes. these platforms, not oh my, these platforms. This is like capitalism. The,
0: oh God. <laughs> there's just so much stuff where it's like,
1: Oh God. I, again, I'm
0: not disagreeing about free markets and things like that, but I do think No, that, I
1: disagree with free markets. Yeah.
0: No, I do just, sorry. I do disagree with free markets as well. That's not but, what I meant to say, yeah, but like, I know what you mean. I think that there's some good things that come out of capitalism, But there does need to be this like sense of, not sense, there does need to be regulation because like, and this is partly what they talked about in this documentary as well, about how part of the reason why these companies are able to really pinpoint and hone in ads and also videos and things that you're more likely to watch is because of all the information they have stored on you. They know what pictures you're liking. They know what videos you're watching. Yeah. Now that's when they said, okay, well actually, why does this company have all this information on you? Is this something that they need to have for their business? Is this something where the government needs to come in and step in and say, actually, you're not allowed to store all this information on yeah. in people. Yeah. And that will stop some stop some of the problem as well. If they say to Instagram, you know, you can still have ads and stuff but you're not allowed to store information on Rose about every picture that she's liked Mm -hmm. everything to, to, to filter what ads she's going to get. You're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. So Well, they
1: said one of the suggestions was that exactly what you said. And they, they they said to do that, they would put a tax on the amount of data being collected. Yes. So then after a certain amount, you would have to pay like a certain amount of tax, which makes sense because they're making so much money. Exactly. So it's like, You got to pay. You got to pay the tax. You know, there's harmful things that are happening and it's directly correlated. I mean, potentially directly correlated to um, social media. And if that's the case, then you got to pay your dues, man. Like there's a carbon tax. There's, you know tax on cigarettes alcohol why shouldn't there be a tax on social media data because essentially what
0: social media companies are is their data data collectors yeah Yeah. it's
1: crazy yeah but have you seen that other there's another documentary i think we we discussed this Mm -hmm. um it's it's about specifically about the um the use of facebook through the 2016 elections uh and i forgot what the documentary is called it's also on netflix yeah damn it but it's like that's the first one i watched where i was like i was like oh my god Mm. i think that's why this one was like a little less shocking yeah because when i saw that one it's basically yeah because i didn't know too much about the you know the whole scandal of Facebook and Mm. how that company, there was a company in the UK, I believe that worked with the Trump campaign. Essentially, this is just a very small summary, Mm -hmm. but yeah, this company uh, worked with the Trump campaign to create campaigns on Facebook. Yeah. And Facebook, if you know anything about Facebook advertising, it's again, very good at like targeting Targeting. people. So they would target people, not just right wingers, but also people kind of in the middle where they're kind of unsure. And they would just bombard them with really like, ads about Hillary or something that's like Hillary's evil, like yeah. Hillary's this and then make Trump look really good. Yeah, and that's Really
0: focused, focused marketing.
1: Yeah. And yeah. like, that's really
0: fucked. I know. Well, that's what they said. They said in this documentary as well. Cause I, yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. I've heard about it. Oh, you should watch it. I don't it. think I've seen it, but it and also
1: makes you like, holy fuck. Oh God,
0: I don't know if I can watch too many. <laughs> I watched another document. I can't do that. Well, what was the other one you watched yesterday? Capital. It was Capital, Capital, I think. Or and was like.
1: it all about how capitalism is fucking us all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, uh, and it's funny because like, well, with this whole situation with with social media giants and these huge companies, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, they talk about in this documentary as well, that the root problem of this is capitalism, unregulated capitalism, Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. you have these media companies or these, sorry, these social media companies. Yes. Yeah. And they're literally making billions of dollars, um, mining like our data. Yeah. And there's no regulation there involved. Yeah. And then on top of this, so uh, this is kind of digressing a little bit, but mm-hmm. like these companies are also in addition filing these, the income that they're making in different countries to, right, right, right. to tax, to do to tax havens. Yeah. I mean, there's just, uh, right. Do uh, we, you
1: think Mark, uh, what's, what's his name? Mark Zuckerberg. Do you think he's evil? I don't think, I don't, <laughs> the thing
0: is, I don't think any sometimes of these sometimes people... I look at him, I'm
1: like, I feel like he doesn't have a soul. Mm. You know, There was like a part in the documentary where, where they like interview him. Yeah. And he's just like st- sitting there just like, Looking like like Mm. a like a lizard or something. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I I think that he's just very socially awkward. Like I think he's because he's like he's kind of like the classic kind of evil. I think, Um, but (laughs) I don't. I don't think because even those people that they were interviewing because they interviewed like a ton of people that like have worked at Google and all these places. Yeah, but they're all
1: former former workers, which means they actually had a soul, which is why they left. That's true. Why would they have left? They left because they had a soul. One of the guys was like, "I left due to ethical reasons." (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. They were all like high ups, like they were like you know big deals, senior execs, all of this kind
0: of stuff um but yeah oh my god it's just
1: i don't know it's man crazy as all I it know. is it is crazy mm-hmm. uh but this it, that's the thing it's like it's not specifically social media companies that are le- that are evil that are doing these things yeah. and they're not doing it necessarily to cause harm yeah. right so it's just the unfortunate impact yeah and the thing is, again, it's not specifically those companies. Mm-hmm. It is unregulated capitalism. Yeah. That is the root of the problem. Exactly. Because if you do this with any industry, if, yeah. the, if it's unregulated, there will be this extreme circumstances. Yeah. exact Extreme consequences. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So let's say like tobacco industry, if they were unregulated and they could just advertise to whoever they wanted, they, they would. would advertise to children. They would advertise to like everybody and they would you know sell it everywhere yeah and there'd be no repercussions so that's why you need to have laws and regulations and government needs to step in Mm -hmm. for the betterment of society
0: exactly it's so important and i think i think one of the like big flaws of of capitalism is this idea there's a couple ideas like they say that you know capitalism is great because you know it it pushes innovation and everything and everyone's better off and blah 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 um but what it never seems to address is this concept of like, you know, greed and wanting to constantly grow and, Mm -hmm. you know, this, and, and if this is left unregulated, this is what causes the problems. Yeah. So,
1: and it, and it works under the, some weird assumption that, like people are going to do the right thing yeah. kind of thing this like oh like leave leave the market as is and things will just kind of you work themselves out work th- no it doesn't yeah. work that way we've okay. seen it
0: exactly this is this is there is one point i want to bring up so i watched yeah. this other documentary called capital oh god i need Netflix. to should I, should I watch it you need to watch it is yeah. it going
1: to make me depressed uh, i
0: don't think it's going to make you depressed <laughs> i feel like we
1: already know so much of this and yeah. we already talk so much about this that yeah. it's just everyday conversation continue exactly <laughs> and
0: it was funny because like some of the recommendations that they were recommending for to improve mm. in the next kind of 10 20 30 40 years sure. or whatever is exact stuff that we talked about which is crazy um but one of the things that they they talked about in this documentary and this was all about um you know there there was a a a big showcase on the mega wealthy and what this means for capitalism and how this is how this has happened and um one of the things that they um were talking about is this idea that you know a lot of uh, governments they'll give tax breaks to you know High net worth individuals, or this kind of stuff, in the in the kind of this false notion that the wealth will trickle down. Yes, that's a whole. I've heard this so many times, and they're like, you know, give corporations tax <laughs> breaks and give these people tax breaks because the wealth will naturally just fall fall no, down. It's never happened. Exactly. And they they <laughs> did they did this really interesting experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereby they took um, two players. So let's say me and Rose, for example, right. And we would play a game of Monopoly. Now, before the game would start. They would, and they did this with a bunch of people at the university. So uh-huh. it was a big test. We would flip a coin. Now, based on the results of this coin flip, one of us would be rich and one of us would be poor. Okay. So what that would mean. So let's say I won. I right, won, the f- right. won the coin flip. So I would start off with double the money that you have. Right. Every time I went past the board, I would get double the money that you got. And also, um, I got to roll, you only got to roll one dice and I got to roll two. Right. So right away... I'm going to win the game. Sure. There's no way that you're going sure. you're going to win, right? So anyway, the players play and they notice a bunch of traits that would come out with everybody. So the the rich players typically in the beginning they were okay, like they were playing uh-huh, like uh-huh. F- like nicely or whatever. And then all the rich people would start to act entitled. They would start to be kind of really? like they would they would say little like little things like, "Oh, you shouldn't get that. You don't have enough money." Kind of like belittling that uh-huh, person. Uh-huh. And the very interesting thing is at the very end of the experiment, so basically all the rich people won, well, the, won the game. Y- sure. Yeah. <clears throat> and at the end, they asked the rich people, they said, why do you think that you won this game? And not one of them said it was because, and the only reason they won the game is because of that coin flip at the beginning. Right. Which literally had. It, it's Everything to do with it. Exactly. Yeah. Not one of them said it.
1: What? Yeah. Because so they, what, was it, what did they say? They were like, oh, because I knew how to play better.
0: I strategized. I, they, Shut up. They And this is what often happens is they think that right. they're entitled to that.
1: Right. It, they it, think they earned it, exactly. essentially. Exactly.
0: And it's the same thing that you see generation after generation uh-huh, uh-huh. of these mega wealthy families that pass the wealth yes. down to the younger generation. And they think, I've earned this. I'm, yeah. better, I'm better than these people that aren't making as much money as yeah, me. Yeah, they're just not
1: working as hard as they're me. Not they're not as th- smart as me. Exactly. How is this possible?
0: And then it never... And literally... It never the wealth never trickles down.
1: It never trickles down. Yeah. It never trickles down. I yeah. mean look at look at even during this pandemic, the the trillionaires or the no billionaires yeah. in America have made so much money. Yeah. And <laughs> where is it trickling? It's yeah. not trickling anywhere. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. I mean, look at Amazon, for example. They like Jeff Bezos made so much money mm-hmm. but Amazon workers were not even being paid like a uh, hazard pay and yeah. I mean it was just like Clearly, it's not being trickled down. Yeah. It's just... It's so stupid. Like, even the concept just needs to be, like, thrown out. Yeah. Because it's never happened.
0: But they th- they think that, like, one of the good things is they think that, like... Well, they're... I guess they think, they hope that more and more people because this is becoming this inequality spread actually is getting worse worse now. and worse yes. yeah because before it wasn't so bad it was actually yeah. we're, we had a growing middle class and things were getting better like but in then, the 60s and
1: 70s maybe exa- it yeah. was the 60s and 70s yeah.
0: and then we had this flip and now it's like the, there's this massive massive inequality gap that's that's just getting worse and they said like people are just getting more and more frustrated so hopefully that can be a catalyst for change and like this, oh
1: there's gonna be a revolution
0: I know and the funny thing is is all of the suggestions I mean mm-hmm. this might be a little bit too simplistic I know it's more complex than this but like a lot of the solutions that they were suggesting like progressive taxing for example Uh like based on how much you earn and they said even like these people that are billionaires Mm -hmm. even after progressive taxing they're still going to be a billionaire the difference is is they're going to also contribute a lot to the society exactly
1: and that's i thought that was the whole point it's like oh if you're rich you're rich because you are doing so much for society. Yeah. How about you actually do those yeah. things for society? Well, like,
0: and another funny thing is they talked about, um, I think it was Adam Smith was like the founder of capital or capitalism. He yeah, wrote,
1: Oh yeah. Adam Smith. Yeah, yes. He, I remember learning about him in economics. Yeah. He
0: like wrote this book and it was all about the invisible hand that pushes right. people. Oh my God. So fucking stupid. Anyway, they, they <laughs> They said it was so funny. One of the ladies was talking about one of the, another big issue is big corporations, um, having, and, and actually high net worth individuals, basically sifting money into shell companies on, in, in tax havens like Bermuda and other places. Um, and they said when um, Adam Smith wrote this book about capitalism, it was a very different world. For you, sure, you didn't have these multinational companies that were able to. Yeah, he couldn't even
1: envision this. right? Exactly. probably. He, who so known? I mean, he was probably a brilliant mind at that time.
0: Exactly, and I do agree. Like some of the principles and ideas, but again, there needs Makes to be sense. some kind of regulation. Mm-hmm. And exactly, it was funny because like one guy, it was like this this French guy was talking, and it just made so much sense. He was like saying, "Okay, let's say Apple made fifty billion this year, and uh, 5% of that was made, or sorry, 10% of that was made in France. Right. So 5 billion of that should be taxed in France. This right. is his simple, okay. his simple okay. concept. Um, and, and he said, because at the end of the day, the, the companies can shift their profits around, but they can't move where their actual customers are. Right. Do you know what I mean? You right, can, right, you right. can, you can pretend to siphon your profits to Bermuda, uh-huh. but if all your customers are in France, right. You can't move all of them to Bermuda. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So essentially, I mean, it, the concept is simple. is like where those companies, those multinational companies are making their profits. That's where they should be paying their tax.
1: Yeah. So why are we not doing that? It's because com- countries are also scared that if they start regulating things like whatever, then they're, they're going to pull out. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit.
0: Oh, it's so... <laughs>
1: it's so messed up it really is messed up
0: it is yeah and what, it, and what are we gonna do i don't know it's just
1: <sighs> so again it's not again th- that's the thing it's not the social media companies mm-hmm. it is the whole system exactly that is fucked up yeah and it continues to be fucked up and
0: and will continue to be and fucked up it's
1: getting worse and worse like yeah. that's the crazy part mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand i mean i understand why because it's yeah. corruption and yeah um So I don't know how it's going to be because... Yeah. And you would think
0: though, you would think after time and time again, these politicians... But you're right, it is corruption because in some regards, these politicians are also paid for or They're 100% paid for, which is
1: why they... Yes,
0: exactly. Because they're always like, oh, you know, this whole idea of the wealth trickling down and all of this stuff. I'm like, it's just been proved time and time again that yeah. that's not the case. So that needs to stop being an argument. <laughs>
1: oh, God. Um,
0: but yeah, this is, this is the issue with the social media companies. It, with the social, like, yeah, with the social media companies, it's, it is unregulated capitalism. That's kind yeah. of the fundamental. And they said in yeah. this documentary, The Social Dilemma as well, Um, they said there's something wrong, you know, for as long as we're saying that a tree is worth it was worth more to us cut down than alive and a whale is worth more to us dead than alive we have problems
1: yes because and that's another his point was that if a tree is worth more financially to us than Mm. uh dead than alive or cut down than you know standing up then without regulation people just cut down all the trees exactly right and and the reason why all the trees are not cut down is because of the fact that there are regulations. Exactly. So we need to have certain protections. We need to have certain regulations and that's just across the board for pretty much all industries. Yeah. But who knows what's going to happen? Oh, I God. feel like it's harder to measure this kind of stuff with social media and yeah. the impact of, um, and even though we have seen the numbers and we mm. have seen, you know, the rates of depression, anxiety going down, I mean going up. Yeah. It is, I guess it's hard to be like, that's exactly why. Exactly. So that's why I think it's also harder to regulate because of the Mm -hmm. fact that we don't see, like we can see all the trees being cut down, but we can't see all the kids being
0: depressed, depressed.
1: And that being specifically linked Linked, to Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it probably is.
0: Yeah. But I do think, I do think that, that one solution that I mentioned about right. how they have to, there has to be either some kind of taxation on the data they hold yes. on us or there needs to be regulation on which data they can hold on us yeah. and how much.
1: And kids should not be on social media to begin with. And Isn't there an age limit? They're supposed technically. to be. Tech, this is another
0: thing too, is like technically you're supposed to be over the age of 18. Yeah. But how do they regulate that? Exactly. Too? So there needs to be some, but this is what they were saying as well as is the issue is, is you have these like really fastly evolving mm-hmm. industries and companies and everything else and the government's like kind of lagging to keep up. Yeah because and the I regulations mean, lagging to keep yes, up. Yes,
1: because they've actually they showed like the um in the very beginning of the documentary they showed like a chart that was like talking about like the data processing speed or something like that yeah. throughout history and it was like yeah. you know just like no no and then all of a sudden like in the last like 10 years it's like it
0: just shot through the roof. It just
1: shot through the roof because it's like it think about how much it's grown in the mm-hmm. last literally 10 years or yeah. even 20 years in our lifetime. Think about it, right? We didn't even start using computers as us like us too yeah like we did not really start using computers until well i didn't start until i was in like grade three or something yeah and we had dial up dial up
0: yeah like, oh god like, i had dial yeah, up as well <laughs> dial up everyone
1: did yeah. everyone had dial up so we, like you couldn't use your phone while you're on the internet yeah and then all of a sudden people everyone starts getting you know computers yeah and then all of a sudden Laptops. there was like a beeper generation <laughs> do you remember there was like a time when there was like people had beepers like
0: pagers yes pagers yeah, 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 yeah. it was
1: like a year or something when yeah. it was like and then people started getting cell phones mm. And then, like after the smartphone came out, it was just like, I mean, I just the last like twenty years, it's just been such crazy development. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in some ways, it's good, <laughs> but also like we haven't caught up. Like our, you know, psychology is still the same.
0: Exactly. They were saying this is like this is another thing too, is because at the end of the day, fundamentally, like we are animals, right? Yes. People are animals, and our way of life and stuff is 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 kind of um, not primitive, but like in a way, yes. In a way, and, and we're the, simple beings. Exactly. Know, we're human. And, and then you have these really complex machines that are processing things, throwing ads at us and everything else. And they were saying like back in the day before social media and everything else is like one of the things that we do uh, kind of subconsciously is we're social beings. Right. So you want to fit in with that social group, but what social media has done now, which is why it's causes like through this kind of curveball, is now instead of trying to like be in a good social group with just your peers, your small peer group, it's like now you have input and uh, from the whole world. basically, right, And it's right. just like overwhelming. We, our brains aren't able to process mm-hmm. that much input and feedback into wanting to be a part of society. You know right. what I mean? And be, if that makes any sense, you know, no, like, it makes sense. Yeah. So that's another big thing about social media. Yeah. is like we are as humans, not able to process all of that data.
1: Right. And also the fact that it's all that data and a lot of different people. And also the fact that you wouldn't, For example, I wouldn't sit here and tell you that you're, you know, a piece of shit that you need to die, but people get comments like that all the time online and it's much easier to say that through a screen. Mm. So because of that, you're also getting different, like that kind of stuff is not human. It's not normal human interaction. Exactly. Yeah. So the things that people do online is very Mm -hmm. different from what you do in person. Exactly. Because
0: that isn't normal human interaction because, you know, rewind. In back I can't even speak rewind yeah. back in the day before we had social media I'm like if somebody came up to you and was like you're gonna fucking die I fucking hate you <laughs> yeah. you're just gonna be like oh my god this person's <laughs> crazy yeah what the hell? it's not socially
1: accepted yeah behavior but that's somehow I mean it's not socially accepted online either but yeah. It's much more prevalent online. Yeah. And even think about like things that you would do like from a dating perspective too, mm-hmm. right? Like I think even in modern, um, romance, they talked about it where yeah. the things that you would text people and the way that oh, you yeah. text 100%. is so different from the way that you would actually speak to somebody. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, some people will just ghost somebody mm-hmm. and like not talk to them. It's like, and it, and just even the, you know, the little things that you send each other, mm-hmm. it's not normal human behavior yeah. in, in real life.
0: But that's what they talked about too. Like again, going back to mo- mo- modern, modern romance, yeah, <laughs> is that um, they 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 introduce this concept that we have different selves. So we yes. have like our real self, and then we also have our digital self, and what we present online. Yeah. So that's a whole other. And so,
1: and if you are a teenager and you haven't fully developed your real self, and you're yes. only spending time, you're spending majority of your time on your digital self. Mm. That's why you get fucked up because. Yeah you're not mature enough. You're not emotionally mature enough yet to really distinguish between the two Mm -hmm. and fuck me. That's fucked. You know, no wonder, you know, kids are a lot more sensitive now. They're more anxious. Mm. They're much more prone to like, you know, all kinds of mood disorders. Yeah. Like it's, this is the result that you get from a very digitized world Mm. where people are not interacting like normal human beings. It's just kind of
0: like, it's kind of like, we're kind of like getting, well, we're already moving into this territory. Yeah. But it's like, wonder, like, in the next, yeah, like, kind of five, five, five years or yeah. 10 years, where that generation is really going to be entering the workforce and oh growing, God. you know, while we're still out there as well. And oh, it's God. Like, oh, my God.
1: Oh, God. We're going to be the old ones, be like, oh, kids. kids
0: back in my day. Oh, back
1: in my day. <laughs> yeah. in I used to play hopscotch. Yeah. <laughs> That, think about that too, right? Are kids like playing outside? Yeah. Like, you know, is that still happening? Is I
0: think it, I think it did. I, I see kids on the playgrounds and stuff like. Yeah. Outside playing. Uh-huh. So I hope that that's still a thing. I mean, it looks I'm like trying it is. I'm to
1: think so. about like, oh, what, what can we do to our children to make them like not fucked up? Well, <laughs>
0: I think I think one thing that you can do is just plan a lot of activities. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, take them swimming, take them to outside. Damn Daniel, do a ton I of gotta stuff. be a
1: full time mama. Mm-hmm. God well, damn, I ain't got no time to be driving my kids around.
0: <laughs> and you're not gonna go swimming with them.
1: I will. I will. Yeah, I'll be, be a full time mama.
0: You need to be a present, and uh, <laughs> you know,
1: present mama. Yeah. Maybe I'll be homeschooling them. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> maybe that's I might be a taking solution. it
0: too far, <laughs> Rose. Okay.
1: Well, maybe that's the solution. You know, shield them from the pain of this world. Oh, God. No, I would not homeschool my yeah.
0: children.
1: But I mean. I might as well if all the other kids are just on their phones and yeah. they're not actually interacting.
0: I think if you do homeschool your children, I just think you, th- the importance <laughs> is that they're also getting interaction with younger kids, like yes, it, other so, children. Yeah, so if, if if there was like a group, like let's say you and all of your friends decide to homeschool, but then all of your kids got together and yes. played in the playground. I think
1: that is what homeschool people do. Yeah, I think I don't yeah, know. I'm don't I'm know. totally joking about homeschooling. Yeah, but I'm just thinking like, you know, mm. I mean, if kids are just on their phones, I mean, I just want to know like. I kind of want to like go into a school mm. and just like watch the behavior of, cho- I mean, that's kind of creepy, but yeah. <laughs> I, was I just like, want uh, see Rose. like how it is compared to how it was yeah. back when we were in school. I
0: think we would probably be really mm-hmm. surprised. Yeah. I unfortunately. Think so. And not in a good way. Oh God. God
1: or maybe we're just creating this dystopian idea of, you know, what our, what our <laughs> yeah, youth was what, like. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, like, no, n- as in like, we, we just like, we're doing that thing where it's like, Oh my God, back in the day it was so great. But now it's like hell on earth. <laughs> that's true. We're doing that
0: <laughs> I think every generation does. and this the, all the teenagers are right? probably
1: like it's probably fine.
0: Yeah. They're like "Uh, I know. you we, just
1: watch a scaremongering documentary. Exactly.
0: And and don't ever tell us that we don't want our phones in the classroom because we will, we will cut you.
1: <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Anyways guys I think we've been talking for a while. We have.
0: Not. That is a lot of information to take in.
1: All right. Well yeah. I would suggest watching the documentary Definitely. and come up with your own conclusions. Mm-hmm. If you have any suggestions on how to not ruin our future children oh, yeah. that would be fantastic. Yeah. Leave them in the comments if you're watching on youtube mm-hmm. and what else do you have to say daniel
0: um yeah have a, have a, <laughs> have a lovely week yeah, um, once again
1: guys as always make sure you tell all your friends and oh, family yeah, about yeah. our podcast mm-hmm. and once again join us on patreon for the episodes one week earlier than everybody else yeah. okay and also a bonus episode every single month Yeah. and follow us on instagram instagram.com slash the savage podcast
0: Instagram.com/slash the savage is it?
1: I mean, you can actually. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Oh my god! But you can actually yeah. go Instagram.com/slash I mean, for those
0: of you Podcast. that are actually using your phones on Instagram, <laughs> like most majority of people. Excuse me. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> That's rude. At the Savage Podcast. For
1: those of you that are grannies like me and um, don't know how to use Instagram, <laughs> apparently. No, but you can go online. On, 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 I know. I know. I know you can.
0: I've just never heard it say like that before. I know. That's that what that I was, that was like, weird. Okay. Instagram
1: like, at the Savage Podcast. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. But yeah. maybe you should not be on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube yeah. or any of these platforms. <laughs> just log off and don't be a digital person.
0: No. That's, <laughs> a, that's taking it too far Rose I think again like I said I, I mean we talked about a lot of the negatives and we won't go into the positives because it's the end of the episode uh-huh. right now but there are still some positives yes veganism with, with social media exactly like activism the activism there's ways to get messages to like such a wider audience it's now true so there's a lot of positives as well so don't take this all as like mm-hmm. get off of everything just but be careful just I think just again it's awareness like, yeah awareness. awareness and this is why education is so important mm-hmm. to be able to like look at these topics and know what's going on or not or, or try to have some kind of understanding Yes. and be um not is it cynical or like not cynical but like you know yeah yeah skeptical, skeptical maybe skeptical yeah be, be skeptical, skeptical. yeah like, that's the thing is like you don't take everything for face value mm-hmm. do a bit of your own research and yeah so anyway yeah. that concludes our really fun episode Thanks, on guys. the social dilemma once <laughs>
1: another episode on why this world is a shitty place you're welcome you're have welcome. a fantastic day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bye guys bye. <laughs>